Hello, everybody. This is Jeannie Siskel-Meth. Thank you so much for joining me today. Today, we're going to change things just a little bit. I've been trying to stay out of the political fray and all of the things that are going on, and it has just gotten too much for me. <laughs> and so it's time for me to say something. It's time for me to speak my mind. And I don't know about other people in the world. I know that this podcast is listened to in over 75 countries. I'm speaking specifically about the United States and specifically about what is happening in Utah and some of the other news articles that you may be hearing or you may not be hearing. I know my largest audience is here in the States. Um, and I appreciate those of you who are not in the States that listen. I appreciate every single one of my listeners. And today, I am wanting to give some emotional support and emotional help. There is so much fear and anger and anxiety and frustration. And I could go on and on and list all of the emotions that are currently out of control and, and running amok in our society. So I want to give a little bit of background about what happens, first of all, in our mind and what, what is, what is going on. Then I want to give you some tools to help you deal with it. If you find yourself overwhelmed, I, and, and, you know, you're not sure what to do. Now I stay away from the news. I have for a very, very long time. When I was 16 years old, I read a newspaper article that said a woman was raped every 60 seconds. Now, this was back in the 70s, and it freaked me out. And I had a very difficult time dealing with that. And so I stopped listening pretty much to the news at that time, and I backed way off. And as I have continued to grow, I still stay away from the news, even more so now than I did before. And people are constantly saying, well, Jeannie, you have to know what's going on. Well, guess what? There's enough people around me that constantly tell me what is going on. And I have my own little Geiger counter in my head. Anytime we have an earthquake, I feel it. I get dizzy and I have difficulty... Um, functioning. I walk into walls. So I know when we have an earthquake, I don't need the news to tell me. I feel it. And I know when people around me are tense, I can see it. I can feel it. And so I also have people who call me and, and tell me about the news all the time. So I don't need to seek out news. It happens right in front of me all of the time. I also know that there are many, many different news sources that you can get your information from. And if you're currently looking at the news, it's very difficult to know who is telling the truth. You have people requiring others to wear masks, and then you have directors of hospitals and directors of, you know, county health department, state health department personnel saying that masks don't help. In fact, they make it worse because of the way that the mask traps bacteria. So you could find yourself going in a loop, an endless cycle loop that just continues to escalate your fear, uncertainty, trepidation, and you may find yourself with a much shorter fuse of late. Quite a few people that I have talked to have noticed that. And so I want to explain a little bit 
what is going on. And it is called the limbic brain. Your brain is divided into many different sections. The part that we usually think of as the brain is actually the neocortex. And then you have the prefrontal cortex, you have the occipital lobes, you have the cerebellum, and inside, deep inside the middle of your brain is a system called the limbic brain. Now the limbic brain is responsible for your survival along with the, the brainstem. Brainstem has to do with homeostasis, but the limbic brain specifically has to do with your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. You may know of it as the fight or flight system. There's often a part of that that is missed, which is called the freeze fight or flight system. And it is responsible for getting your body ready to run away from a danger or to react physically to a danger. This is a system that has been implanted and built within us and has existed ever since we have as humans. And it is very, very important to our survival. Our strongest sense is our sense of smell. There are trillions of smells, each one detected by our nose, and that smell goes straight up into the limbic brain. There's a direct nerve that takes it right up into the limbic brain. And our sense of smell is often what triggers the limbic brain. And so... When I'm in a stressful situation, my limbic brain is on high alert. It doesn't just have to be a smell, um, but smells definitely can trigger it. Have you ever been walking and all of a sudden, you know, the hairs on your body stood up and you had goosebumps and and you're not sure why? And then a little bit later, your conscious mind picked up the smell of something dead or, um, you know, smelled something that you weren't sure what it was. Our sense of smell is very, very strong. I myself uh, have a certain shampoo that every time I smell it, I'm right back in basic training because it was the the shampoo that I used in basic training and only in basic training because I don't want to continue to trigger those um, anxiety anxiety feeling or anxious feelings. Even though I absolutely loved the military, there was a lot of anxiety in basic training. And many times, once that anxiousness is built in and remembered, all it takes is a smell or something and it can trigger it. Hence the word trigger, right? Somebody can say something that means a certain word to you and you can be triggered. I had a student and um, I wrote about this this story in my first book. So if you've read my first book, I'm just going to do a quick summary. If you haven't read my first book, well, go to bullyproofingyoubook.com and pick up a copy of it. Or, you know, send me an email and I'll, I'll get you a copy of this chapter with this story in it. When I was a single parent and I was working many, many hours and and doing continuing education at the University of Utah. I was trying to get my bachelor, my BS degree, my bachelor's of science degree. And I did 67 credit hours in three terms. And I worked full-time, two full-time jobs. And I also took care of my daughter. Now, my daughter did get passed to many um people who helped me by by providing daycare for her because I just did not have the bandwidth to go to school 
double time and to work more than double time and still be with her as much. And there was one day in particular, oh my gosh, I was just I was struggling, struggling so hard and I wanted to quit. And I was downtown and I was just ready to quit. And I was saying a prayer and I'm like, Lord, please help me. And it started to rain. And I was like, seriously? And so I walked into a diner called D's Diners, just a little family diner. And I walked in and I sat in the back corner. And I was just kind of sitting there with water dripping off my nose. And the waitress walked up to me. And her name was Angel. And she says, what can I get you, hun?" And I just kind of looked up at her and I didn't say anything. And she patted my hand. She said, it's okay. And she came back a little bit later with a hot roast beef sandwich. And I said, I, I can't pay for this. She said, I know, it's okay. Someday you'll pay this forward. It's going to be okay. Whatever you're going through, you're going to make it through. And from, from that day forward, I loved the word hun. I started calling everybody hun. When anybody would call me hun, it had a very special meaning for me because she called me hun and her name was Angel. And she absolutely was an angel for me in that time of need because she provided me with a warm meal and an encouraging squeeze of the hand and a pick-me-up. And it absolutely did that for me. It helped me get going again. I sat there for a while. I ate that incredible roast beef sandwich with the brown gravy and the mashed potatoes. And then I went back out into the rain and I continued my mission. And it meant a lot to me. And so I used that word a lot. Now, fast fast forward um, probably about five, six years, and I'm a school teacher. And I call a lot of my students hun. Why? Because I like the word, right? Well, I get called into the principal's office one day and there was a student sitting in there. And he did not like the word hun. And every time I called him that word, it triggered him. And he let the principal know. In fact, he was asking to be released from my class. And so I asked him, why don't you like the word? And he told me the story of how every time his sister wanted to abuse him, she would be nice to him and call him hun first. Same word. Two totally different reactions. His limbic brain went into overdrive when he heard the word hun. My prefrontal cortex was online when I heard the word hun. Now the difference between the prefrontal cortex and the limbic brain is that the limbic brain does not think, it does not process, it does not reason. All it does is react and it gets you ready to beat somebody up or run away, or freeze in your tracks. That is all it can do. And so when I would call him Hun, and his limbic brain would come online, do you think he could learn anything in my class? No, absolutely not. When I heard the word Hun, my prefrontal cortex came online. 
Prefrontal cortex is where you have, you have thoughts, you have reasons, you have cause and effect, you're, you're able to make decisions. Well, it's, it's throughout the neocortex, but specifically cause and effect takes place in the prefrontal cortex. And so when I would hear that word hun, I would go to a warm, happy, incredible place in my mind. He would go to fear. Right now in our current space and our current issues that we're dealing with, we have a lot of people living in their limbic brain. And when you live in your limbic brain, you cannot think and act. You can only react. You can only be instinctual. And survival is instinctual. Survival is what causes people to do things for the greater good. I want you to think back to when those words have been used and the horror that has come from them. Salem witch trials? Ring any bells? How about reservations for Indians? How about the Japanese concentration camps or internment camps, as they were called, here in the States? Or what about the concentration camps from World War II in Germany? Those were all for the greater good, weren't they? We have people here in the United States right now that are making decisions based on fear. They're not making decisions, they're reacting. And they are looking at people and they are segregating people and they are dividing people on whether they wear a mask or not. They're dividing people and segregating and and looking at people with horrible eyes. We've been there, done that. We need to stop the insanity. We need to stop the fear-mongering. And we need to get back to the humanity And remember that the person standing across from us is a human, not a weapon of mass destruction. They are a human with needs and concerns, mothers and fathers and loved ones, just like us, just like us. There are diseases every single day in this world of many, many kind. When I was teaching school, now I know I have not kept up on current statistics for STDs. So these STD statistics are from about 12 years ago because, um, no, probably from about nine years ago. So if they're not current, I'm letting you know right now they're not current and they may have changed. But as of nine years ago, there were over 33 STDs. Those are sexually transmitted diseases, over 33. And if you went back to the 50s, there were only five. So in the span of about 60 years, we what quadrupled, I don't know, we went from five STDs to over 33, of which seven of those STDs can kill you. What I'm saying is that there are diseases everywhere all of the time. We have not locked it down before. There is something else going on here. And it is fear that is controlling people and having them react instead of act. 
People are not thinking. They're just reacting and they're scared. And that worries me. We are losing our freedoms at an alarming rate. I understand that New Jersey is going to be using drones to patrol people in their own backyard. That's wrong, my friends. They're talking about using drones to investigate cars of -of out-of-state drivers. That's wrong, my friends. There are so many things that are going on that we are giving up our freedoms for the greater good. Some states are talking about quarantining, and that's what they call it, quarantining. But they're talking about anybody who has COVID-19, then coming forward and telling every single person they've ever been in contact with over the past month, and then those people will be quarantined as well. The next step is an internment camp. I'm sorry, but it is. If rationality does not come back into our lives, that is what will happen next. And so I want to help you calm your limbic brain down. I want to give you some very, very specific tools that can help you release that fear so that your your prefrontal cortex can come back online and you can think and act instead of just react. We need more people thinking and acting right now. We need more people who are processing information and making good decisions because we have a lot of people who are not. I want to tell you the first tool that I use is called Write and Burn. And I take out a piece of paper and I get a pen or a pencil and I sit down in a quiet place and I throw up all of my emotions on that piece of paper. I write down what I'm pissed at. I write down what I'm angry at. I write down what scares me. I write down what I'm frustrated at. I write down all of those emotions that are controlling me and getting me to live in my limbic brain. Because when my limbic brain is online, my neocortex is offline. Unless I have specifically trained it how to calm the limbic brain so I can think. There are specific steps that you can do. However, 98.3% of the people aren't even aware of this. Only 1.7 are even interested in it, and of that, only about 0.03% actively use it. And so I want to help you with a write and burn. It's simple, but significant. A piece of paper, a pen or a pencil, and write all of the frustration. Now, you may be saying, yeah, but Jeannie, that's going to take me forever. Yeah, you've also been alive 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70 years. I don't know if you've ever done this before. My guess is that you probably haven't. And so, yeah, your first writing may take you a while. And if you can't get it all in the first setting, set a timer. Do it for 10 minutes and then take it out back and burn it. I love to burn it off my back porch. Now, then do it again. 
set another time later in the day where you can do it again and continue to do that right and burn until you get it all out. And then guess what? Tomorrow you need to do another one. And the next day you need to do another one. Do a right and burn multiple times a day, every day for two weeks at a minimum. And you will see your limbic brain, your fear, your your anger, your frustration drop. Let's say on a scale of one to a hundred that you find that you're on about a 95. As you do this right and burn, you will see that level drop significantly. And so when things pop up that you weren't ready for or that you weren't used to, then you'll go from, say, a 50 to a 55. Whereas right now you're at a 95, so anything that happens, you explode. You don't think, you just react. And so as you continue to do this right and burn, your life is going to get better. You're going to learn how to think and act instead of just react. My friends, I invite you to employ right and burn. The second thing that I do regularly is I go for a walk and I call it the download reload. So I walk out my front door and I start walking and I complain and I gripe and I moan. Sometimes I even curse and I say all the things that are bugging me and frustrating me and I just walk it out and I download all of that junk into the environment and the trees clean it for me. That's their job. That's what they do. They take all that negative, they clean it, and they give me back incredible oxygen. So the whole time I'm walking away from my house, I'm complaining, I'm griping, I'm moaning, and then I stop when I'm done. Now, again, you can set a timer or you can go until you're done. And then I take four deep breaths. And I see that negativity still leaving me. And I feel myself calm down with each breath. (sighs) And by the time I've got my fourth breath out, (sighs) I'm relaxed and I'm calm. And then I turn around and I reload that information. I reload information all the way back. What that means is I'm grateful for everything I see. I'm grateful for my body. I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my job. And the whole way back to my house, I reload my life with gratitude. My second step is download, reload. I invite you to do it at least once a day. Now, again, these things, you may need to do them multiple times because you've got so much built in. You've got so much pinned up inside of you. First one, write and burn. Second one, download, reload. And the third one, meditation. I usually do my meditation outside underneath our pergola. We have grapevines, we have trees, we have a honeysuckle, we have hummingbirds. And I sit out there and I play a meditation song 
or or some music or I listen to running water and I just clear my mind. Again, I breathe and I relax and I am grateful for where I'm at. So the first step is a write and burn. I love burning those things, getting rid of them, getting rid of that junk inside of me. I also love the download reload. Go for a walk, get it out, come back with gratitude. I also love meditation. I did not used to be a meditator. Now I do it every day. I've done it for over a month. I absolutely love it. The third one is trash talk. Now it's not what you typically think of when you hear trash talk. I used to call it toilet talk, but that was kind of weird. So it's called trash talk. And I go into my bathroom and I shut the bathroom door and I open the window and I yell things into my toilet. This is usually done in the winter when it's cold outside and I don't want to go sit outside for a long time. So I go into the bathroom, I shut the door, and I yell into my toilet, and I'm grumpy, and I, I stomp my feet, and I'm just rah, 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 crunchy all over in the toilet. And then I flush the toilet. Why? Because that energy's in there. I want to get rid of it. And then I take my four deep breaths, and I walk away, and I leave it. So, so far, we've talked about the right and burn, We've talked about the download reload. We've talked about meditation. We've talked about the trash talk. I also use doTERRA essential oils. Why? Because they immediately affect my limbic brain. Because I breathe it in and it hits my limbic brain and it immediately calms it down. All essential oils have two side effects. They work on the physical side and they work on the emotional side. They do both and you receive both whether you're taking it for one thing or another. I'm currently using some lavender and melaleuca on my skin because I got folliculitis from my hot tub. I still get the calming benefits from the lavender even though I'm using it for a physical problem. Lavender is an incredible product that helps me calm down my limbic brain. It helps me get rid of headaches, tension headaches specifically. And it also takes care of bug bites, bee stings, infections. But I get both benefits from it. I don't have to say, okay, today I want the benefits, the physical benefits of lavender. No, I get them both. It helps calm me down. It helps me release tension. It helps me concentrate. It is an amazing oil. If you'd like a free sample, please let me know. I'll send you one. So, so far we've talked about write and burn. Get that piece of paper, write it all out. You don't even have to make it legible. Don't let anybody read it and then take it out and burn it. Or you can shred it flush it down the toilet, whatever. Make sure it's little tiny pieces so you don't block the toilet. Then the second thing we talked about was download, reload, go for a walk. Get that stuff out of you. Stop stuffing it. And then reload with gratitude. 
Then we also talked about meditation. Meditation, there's so many meditation apps. There's so many different people that you can listen to for meditation. It's all over. I invite you to check out meditation. Then we talked about trash talk. Just throw up all that negative energy and grumpiness right into the toilet and then flush it. Then we also talked about doTERRA essential oils. Those are five different things that you can use. If you want more training, if you want more understanding on this, let me know. Shoot me an email, genie at geniesiscometh.com. Give me a phone call. Get in touch with me on social media. The really cool thing about my name is that I am the only genie Cisco meth on social media that I have found so far. I'm the only one. And so it's really easy to find me. Get in touch with me and I will send you a free sample of lavender so that you can start calming down your limbic brain so that we can start loving one another more and embracing one another more and thinking and acting and stop living out of fear, scarcity, abandonment, rejection, all of those things. Get in touch with me and let me know. I want you to know that there is hope. I want you to know that this world will be better. This is an incredible opportunity for each of us to step up and be our best self yet. Because the country, the world is crying out for it. You are needed more now than ever before because you're living right now. Your message, your help, your calmness, your love, your kindness is needed right now. Share it. Call someone today and say, Hey, I was thinking of you. I miss you. I love you. Send out a card or a letter and just say, Hey, thinking about you and I love you. I started doing that about a week ago. Every day, making sure I gave a minimum of one person a specific compliment. Not just a, hey, how you doing in passing, or wow, you look really nice today, but a specific compliment. And I would also write one out and mail it to people. I have learned that those little comments and note cards have made a difference in people's lives. You can do the same. I currently have a personal mentoring client who is drawing beautiful, inspirational pictures in her front window of her living room. She has people in the neighborhood coming by and looking at them. That's incredible. What talent can you use right now to help and improve lives? You need to. Maybe you're musically talented. Maybe you can write a song, or play the guitar, maybe the piano, or the harp, the violin. I don't know. I'm not musically talented, but I'm learning how to play the guitar right now because it's a skill that I'd like to learn. Maybe you have a voice and you want to talk to people. Let me know. I'd love to interview you and put you on my podcast. 
I've never had anyone else on my podcast. I've shared some of my interviews on my podcast, but I've never interviewed someone for my podcast. But you, if you have a message that you'd like to get out to people, let me know. My podcast is currently downloaded in over 75 countries. It's been downloaded over 20,000 times. I don't have a ginormous audience. I have about 100, 150 people every week that listen to my podcast. And I don't even do it regularly. I'm working on being more regular. But if you'd like to get your message out to my audience, let me know. Send me an email. Get in touch with me. Let me know that you're interested in being on this podcast and that you have positive information to share with people. I'd love to have you on. Maybe maybe you're an incredible artist. Maybe you can draw your own cards. Maybe you can do a picture in your window. Maybe the other day when I went for a walk, somebody had painted rocks that says, remember you're loved and have a beautiful day. And there were rainbows and smiley faces and stars all along where I was walking, just on rocks. I was like, oh my gosh, I sent love and gratitude to whoever it was that painted those rocks because they were needed. Or maybe you can do some sidewalk chalk. I've been on a walk with my dog around the neighborhood and seen kids out drawing beautiful things on their side with sidewalk chalk. I don't know what your talent is. Maybe it's writing a book or a newsletter. Maybe it's it's writing an, an article post. I don't know. But it's needed right now, my friends. You are needed. Your message is needed. Hope is needed. There are a lot of people in this space. I know that. I remember when I was first called to transition from the classroom to the stage. I told the Lord, you don't need my voice. Look at all the people doing this. And I received the message that my voice was needed because there were people who would hear my voice that couldn't hear others. And I'm saying the same to you, my friend. Your voice is needed. However you choose to express it, your voice is needed. The voice of calmness and security, hope, peace, love, that message is needed. And if yours fits in it, let me know. I'd love to help you get your start. Let me know. We need it. Or just jump on Facebook and do a Facebook Live. Or write a letter. Write your congressman. Write the newspaper. Right? You know, there's so many ways that you can get your message out. That you can help and impact people. And I want to invite you to do that. I want to invite you to make a difference. I want to invite you to tame the bully between your ears. So you can think and act and not just react. I'm going to go over those five skills, techniques one more time. The first one was write and burn. Write that junk out. Stop stuffing it. Get rid of it. Burn it. Download, reload. Go for a walk. Speak it. Get rid of it. And then refill with gratitude and love. Meditation. 
start doing a daily meditation. Or you can also do the trash talk where you yell into the toilet and then flush it. Make sure you open a window and let that out too. You can also use doTERRA essential oils to help you calm that limbic brain down. Those are five steps that you can start utilizing right now. Let me know what else I can help you with. I hope you have an absolutely incredible, fabulous day today, my friends. Let's make it a good one. Thanks for joining me. I love you. I care for you. I want to spread hope and light. Thank you for helping me do this. Have a fabulous day and bye for now.